Well, hello everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Um, as you can see on the video, I am doing uh, this in a different way. Very, very chilled. Um, if you are listening, uh, basically right now I'm just lounging on my couch. And I'm watching um, LA Galaxy, Portland Timbers, uh, halftime just ended. Still 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, but I wanted to quickly... Uh, you know push this episode out so you guys can have something to listen to during the week and basically i just wanted to talk about the houston dynamo lafc game that we just witnessed basically uh but before we get to that uh let me just tell you about social media stuff where you can find me in the show basically cuatro cuatro dos on instagram q u a t t r o q u a t t r o d o s is the name of the show um, and you can find me under Chris Putalias C-R-I-S-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z and uh, and also I want to give a shout out to uh, to my wife if you're listening or watching uh, thank you she's the one actually helping me with uh, if you look at all the little graphics that uh, have been coming out in the Instagram and I've been posting on the Twitter too and Facebook under my personal page um, she's actually been helping me so she has uh, kind of taken the role of my uh, digital what's it called my digital person whatever that name is uh, so every time I need a she's looking at me right now but basically every time I need a picture to be up I send it to her she sets it up and then we put it up on there so I like it it's pretty cool she's doing She's smarter than me, obviously. That's why I married her. But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and get uh, talking about this game. Um, 3-3, if you didn't watch it. Um, Houston LAFC, obviously, uh, we are supposedly in the group of death, El Grupo de la Muerta, because, obviously, we have LAFC, LA Galaxy, and Portland Timbers. Probably, I would say LAFC and Portland Timbers are the two strongest teams in this uh, not tournament but in our group and then LAFC being that kind of almost at the same level of the Houston Dynamo per se they have dropped their their level drastically um, and to be honest the Houston Dynamo is also have been having kind of shitty years so obviously you know and we've been trying to move forward and, and you know kind of get ourselves back into the 2006-2007 shape uh, championship years basically but uh, you know slowly but surely I guess we're getting there um, so coming into this game we had not an advantage per se but the fact that uh, Carlos Vela wasn't available for this game was a big plus because obviously MVP uh I think he got the golden boot, you know, 30 plus goals in a year. Obviously, he's going to make a whole difference when he, when you know when it comes to a game. You know, a dude that, you know, basically he might score like well, obviously everybody might score, but he has more of a chance cuz he's such a difference maker in the field. Uh Houston, so going into the game, we started kind of kind of kind of slow, kind of shaky, kind of rusty, kind of like stiff. Um, honestly, when I, you know, the first 10 minutes uh, up to like 15, 20 minutes almost, I was just 
you know, I I saw a night coming. I was like, this is not going to be good. Um, we're just going to, like, even even with Memo scoring in the, like, the first 10 minutes, uh, shout out to Memo. If you're listening, come on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I just make myself laugh. Uh, but yeah, Memo, like, obviously he has become, like, almost the different changer, like, the difference maker, not changer, in our team. Uh, also, not having a Christian, Ramir- a Christian Ramirez, which also, he actually has been on the podcast, not on mine, per se, but he's actually been on the Dynamo Theory uh, feed. So, if you actually look at look that up towards, like, the beginning of the feed, you'll see the, the conversation Dustin... Dust. I don't know why I keep calling him Dusty. Dustin had with um, with actually he had two conversations: one with Memo and one with Christian Ramirez. And in my personal opinion, Christian Ramirez is a very talented player that actually should be starting every game. Um, I think he has the qualities, and I think he's very talented, and I think he's actually he could be maybe not our number ten, but I think if we play with two nines on top, I think him and Mauro Manutas could complement each other very very well but yeah we didn't have him so obviously we you have to look at the other resources and to be honest the Houston Dynamo when it comes to attacking players we have a whole bunch you're talking about Ellis you're talking about uh, Quinteros who's a DP and paying him a lot of money Um, you got Memo of course you got uh, Tomas Martinez I guess you can say uh, uh, McNamara fan favorite, <laughs> um, and then Manotas and who else? And obviously Christian Ramirez. Um, so obviously our, our starting lineup was very strong with those four up front: uh, Ellis, Memo, uh, Manotas, and Quinteros. Very very strong. Uh, Bonnie Garcia, Vera in the middle, of course, to hold it down, and then the back four, which is almost like by memory: Lundy, Maynard, Kiki. And uh, Valentin on the right, uh, but yeah, we started kind of very, 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 very stiff, um, and you can actually tell that by the fact that we could not put two to three touches together. Like literally, one, two, give it away, one, two, give it away, and it was just so frustrating. And I was like sitting here, and I was like, yeah, we scored, but you know, it was like in my head, I was like. It's a lucky counterattack. It's a lucky break that we got. And, and, you know, thankfully we have uh, talented people like Memo that are able to get those balls and put them away. Uh, And then about minute 18, that's when Wright Phillips, the legendary Wright Phillips, uh, that dude is like old as, well, I mean, not old like personally, but when it comes to soccer years, he's, he's old. I think he's like in his 30s. Um, but he's still wrecking it. I mean, he scored the first goal for LA, uh, minute 18, and he was very, very close to scoring uh, second goal exactly the same way. Um, or I felt like Lundy um, played a pretty shitty game. Um, he was, I don't know if it was like, well, obviously it was part, maybe most likely part of the plan for him to go to, to the attack so much. That I just felt like he left a giant hole where you know where he was supposed to be, and and obviously when you leave a giant hole against a team like LAFC, it's gonna it's gonna show and and they they showed it. I mean they were attacked like crazy. They they kept coming. They kept coming. They kept coming. 
and we just got, in my personal opinion, uh, we got lucky breaks, and that's why how we were. I mean, other than the the you know set piece where Ellie scored, and uh, well, Memo second goal, I guess you can also say it was it was a good counter in a way. Uh, but yeah, but Lundy was going too too high, in my opinion, and we had nobody to actually control the ball, keep the ball, play with the ball, hold the ball for like more than ten seconds at a time. Uh, at one point in time, with the guys at Dynamo Theory, you know, we were like chatting, and they even suggested bringing Tomas Martinez. Um, personally. Uh, Tomas hasn't shown his uh, true potential as a true number 10 and worthy of a DP spot. You know, we were hoping that this is a year that actually he proves everybody wrong in a way. But, you know, fortunately he didn't have the opportunity to come in. But when it comes to games like this, when you need somebody to hold the ball, he is probably the only player that we have personally. I mean, we still haven't seen um, our boy Palomino. But uh, but maybe you know who, like you know, we still don't know how how in re- like how Palomino actually works in a way, you know, unless you were you know fortunate enough to see him before. But you know, Tomas Martinez is probably the guy that we needed to hold the ball a little bit because literally it was just pelotazo after pelotazo, you know, through ball, long ball, looking for Elise, looking for Manotas, looking for somebody to make that run, and. As we saw in the second half, we were dead. Like we were dead. So many runs down the, you know, down the line by at least, you know, you can only run so much. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So um, by minute thirty, actually, we started becoming um, becoming a little bit more efficient when it came to our passes. A little bit more efficient when it actually came to those through through balls, through balls, not balls. Um, we started to become a little, look at this guy, what's up, I got a, I got a visitor, my son just woke up from sleeping, and he's just staring at me, what's up dude, I'm doing a podcast bro, this is not good podcasting, <laughs> go to sleep, but yeah, let me keep going, um, uh, so yeah, um, what was that? Uh, yeah, so about minute 30, we were doing a little bit better. Uh, we were getting a, a little bit more efficient when it came to passes. We were losing the ball a lot, in my opinion. Yeah, he came out and he went back into his room. Uh, we were uh, we were a little bit more efficient. We were putting better through balls, better better crosses, which actually got us a second ball. Be, you know, by uh, cross by Sarek, Valentin. And, you know, Memo put it away. Um, but also, when it came to defending, we were still a little bit shaky. Like, I just, my my level of trust when it came to the back line wasn't 100% there. I felt like we needed something. I felt like we just couldn't contain them. And in my head, in the back of my head, I was like, man, if they had Vela right here, right now, they would have wrecked us. Like, they literally would have wrecked us. Um, so, I guess we can just be thankful that Vela wasn't there. Um, and going into the second half, uh, well, obviously, we got that third goal uh, with the VAR. Uh, of course, Elise was not upsized 
but you know you needed VAR to kind of confirm that. But you know it's a it's a great ball. He actually was pretty alone. I was very surprised. It was terrible defending by LAFC, uh, and and to be honest, uh, second half we were we were still kind of bringing that same momentum, momentum, momentum. I can't say that word, momentum. I can't say it. I tried. So we were still bringing that same energy. There you go. New word. A new energy that we kind of left with um, the first half. So we started the second half with a little bit more momentum, more energy, uh, better touches. But, you know, the back line, Jesus, that back line was just so not like it wouldn't give you confidence. Like I, I just couldn't feel that confidence from the back line. It just made you like want to just jump back there and be like, "Hey, I'll, I'll, I got your back." Um, and then at this point, like when it came to about minute seventy-five, we were about three-three. You know, uh, a lot of people were talking about uh, Merrick, Merrick, marriage, the goalie. Basically, um, he could he probably could have done a little bit better defending those those balls. Uh, like for example, the goal from Rossi. I mean, even though Rossi f- literally fired a freaking rocket to his face, um, you would think, I mean, honest, is coming from a guy that is not a goalie. Let me just put that out there. But you would think he would have had a better reaction. Um, I'm not an expert. You know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. It looked like the ball from uh, Rossi was, like, extremely, you know, fast and rocket-like. Um, but then the other goal, the third goal that kind of, came you know through the bottom it, it seemed a little bit easier like I said I am not a goalie and I would have sucked when it came to that to that you know defending that ball but you know you expect a little bit more from like a professional like him but so I see where people were complaining about that I see where he could have probably done a better job but also don't forget that Merrick had I, I know one exactly like I can I, I can think of, but he probably had one or two like very very important saves. Uh, he had one that actually he punched out like in a cross, uh, and then he had one like one on one kind of almost uh, with Wright Phillips in the first half that you know should have been a goal, uh, and I think he was able to cut that momentum for them at that time. I said momentum right. Um, so then um, then when it came to the last ten minutes of the game. Uh, Tab Ramos literally said, uh, we are not going to be attacking anymore. We are going to get that bus that we came in, and we're going to park it right in front of the goal. He moved to a line of five in the back. With London coming out, he brought in Junqua, <clears throat> and then he threw in Cabrera to literally get, you know, form that, like, the three center backs with Kiki, Maynard, Cabrera, and then Sarek Valentin on one side and Junqua on the other. And then literally, he put Seren in, um, and he had Seren, Vera, and Boniek literally containing the middle. And then you just you just had Lemoyne and uh, and Manotas literally to like run every ball that they could. Um, which they Lemoyne, I I saw that Edson uh, shout out to Edson from down in the valley in the PO shout out to to the guys. Um, Obviously, he he see he's he has seen Lemoyne in RGV, um, and he was seeing how he was a little bit surprised about how you know well he he did for being his first like professional 
Division One game in a way. And then I saw people also commenting how he was very shaky, he looked very shy, which which I agree with, with both parts. Uh, Lemoyne, uh, he's you know he's a young kid. I mean he's twenty, not to, not so young when it comes to. I mean at twenty, you know, you, also with RGV experience, you would think that you would come out a little bit more like toughened up. Um, but I mean I think he did what he could with what he had. Literally just like hey. Here's the ball, go chase it. Um, he had one that towards the end that he had a shot and got blocked, but maybe he took a little bit too too long to to sh- shoot the ball. But I mean, give it up for the kid. And I think he did a, an okay job, a, a pretty good job in coming in and like kind of containing, you know, or helping contain ALFC as we did. Um, so I think we did okay. Um, honestly, I don't think anybody likes the fact that we parked the freaking bus. Uh, but then at the end of the day, I guess you have to look at, like, you have to be real with yourself. Be real with the fact that, yes, you don't want to park a bus. But at the same time, we are Houston Dynamo coming out from shitty season after shitty season after shitty season. And, you know, we're not looking the greatest either, you know. And, and it's just, it is what it is. So I kind of made a list of like positive things and, and negative things that I probably saw. Um, so positive things, just to be positive. Um, let's go negative. Let's go negative, I guess. So then we can just end up in a positive note. Uh, negative, uh, obviously depth. Depth of this team is going to be a pain in the ass because, let's be honest, nothing against Junqua. Um, but even like people were saying like, you know, uh, I forgot, I saw it on Twitter, but you know, they were like, you know, they really fixed the fact that, you know, we had Beastly last year and, you know, this year we, we had Lundy, which is like, you know, he's, he's good, I guess, but he is not like, he still has to prove himself. You know, I don't want to say he's bad. He just still has to prove himself that, you know. He has done really good things on that side. He's very well when it comes to attacking. But then when it comes to defending, he's still a little bit shaky. Um, and that's just being honest to, to what I see. Uh, he might disagree, but, you know, I, I really like Lundy. And, and I really like how he plays. And just because, you know, I played in that position and I kind of know what it takes and a little bit. And and I like the how he attacks, how he goes into the attack, how he's quick. He can put crosses and stuff like that. But, you know, you still kind of are not in a trial period, but you also have to, you know, prove yourself that you are worthy of, of being a starter in a way. Um, he kind of got the job out of, like, not senior, seniority, is that the word? But, you know, because Beastly went and there was nobody else and he he's kind of there. Uh, Junkwa, obviously, he's a young guy. He's still literally playing his first games as a professional. So you kind of have to understand him in a way, but also be, you know, reasonable enough to to say, hey, Junqua, like this is the big leagues, bro. You got to get it together. I mean, he didn't do a bad job. He didn't do a bad job. But in the past, he has done shitty jobs that kind of make you question his future in a way. So obviously, he's going to have to come in and prove the naysayers wrong. And, you know, he's going to have to prove that he has grown from his mistakes uh, and you know he's gonna have to push forward and just show a different face to 
who Sam Junko is becoming in a way, you know. Uh, but you know, always think think about the positive and, and not just always the negative of the guys. But yeah, depth. Like, if Ellis is not there, who's gonna be running on the side? Um, if if for two, I mean, I mean, I think we have center backs. We are okay. I think they need to do a better job, but I think we're okay. Um, but yeah, depth. Like, literally, we took the guys out from the front, and there was literally nobody else to run it. But Manotas, and you can only run so much in this 300 degree weather with like 84%, percent humidity, and all this crap, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, another negative thing you were winning 3 1 comfortable in a way. Like, it's not a big lead, but it's a lead, a 3 1 lead, and you have to hold it for 45 minutes in a way. And you lost it. And you almost were at, you know, little brinks of losing the game and being flipped on you. Uh, and then also shaky. Like, you can't, we cannot come in anymore into these games. And I completely understand that we were out for months and months and months. Uh, so I guess we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. But we also have to come in strong. And we have to come in, and I know we did, we scored first. But, like, this whole, like, not being able to pass two freaking balls. And I know maybe the plan was to, like, put through ball, through balls in the air for at least to chase them. But, you know, you can only have at least chase a ball down for so long. Like, you just can't freaking send balls, send balls, and, and have the guy, like, you know, I don't know, get a new pair of lungs in, the, in the, like, in halftime. Like, it's just not, it's just, it's not reasonable for somebody to run 90 minutes full speed for balls and not having anybody in the box. So we need to come. I don't know. I I mean, should Tab Ramos has a, has a tough job trying to figure out somebody. I mean, honestly, I wish we had the freaking money to buy a number 10 and to have somebody that can actually hold the goddamn ball. Um, I don't know why I'm getting so, you know, crazy about this, but... I just think a number 10 would make a whole lot of difference in this team. Like, I think if somebody holding the ball in the middle. And that's what kind of Quinteros did for a little bit. I don't know if you guys noticed. But Quinteros was doing an, an okay job in holding the ball. Kind of slowing things down just a little bit. That kind of, you know, it, went, it, it would make the game go really, really fast. And then he would stop a little bit and then go on next. Like, keep going. Which kind of threw everybody off. But you know somebody that that can do that in a like in a more enhanced way, in my opinion. Of course, everything is in my opinion. Uh, and then, but some positive things. Let's just think about the positive things. Um, we have a great counter. We have, I wrote down, we have names for counter. Like we have really good names for counters. We have an Elise. We have a Memo. We have a Manotas. Uh, we have a Quinteros. We have a well, not a, not a, a Ramirez right now, but I think we we have like some some good names that when going into the counter attack, they're going to be able to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, given Memo did it twice uh, and, and and stuff like that. We have two two wingers that can go up and down and put those balls in the box. You know, we have Cedric Valentin on the right, Lundy on the left. You know, those are guys that can go up and put those balls inside. Um, so we have to think about that, you know, see how we can utilize them more, I guess. Um, we can score. We scored three goals against LAFC. That's that's something, right? Something positive. You know, Dynamos are not really known for for scoring three goals in one game. So 
three goals in one game, you know, at least you got three in, you know. I mean, you got three against you, but we we were able to get our, get our feet wet. So, you know, hopefully against uh, Timbers or Galaxy, you know, coming up next, then we're able to, to keep that momentum going of scoring. And also, which I guess could be bad, but, you know, I guess you have to look at it in the positive way, is that we, we tied... 3-3 to LAFC. We gave them somewhat of a game. You know, we kind of made them work for it. You know, we, we didn't coward ourselves and, and just sat back the whole entire game. We we, we gave them, uh, we made them get scared at points. Like, we, we attacked them. We, we counter, I guess, because we didn't really attack them too much. But we counter-attacked them. And and we we played our game. You know, there's sometimes... Games are meant to be played in a counter-attacking way, depending on who you're playing. And and I think we played an okay, okay game when it came to this. So, um, let's go do this. I'm gonna do the the freaking the points or not points, but the scores for each players, and then I'm gonna go ahead and shut it down because I. I talked a, a good a good enough uh, wild, and LA Galaxy Portland is back on the TV. So, uh, Merrick, um, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a seven, uh, seven because he probably could could have done a better job, but then he also had really good saves. So seven, Sarek Valentin, he was probably one of the better ones just because he was consistent, con- really consistent when it came to defending. He didn't lose that many balls. So I'm gonna give him a. An eight, and I know people tell me that I'm very like, um, like I'm too nice, but you know it is what it is. It's not real, so let me be nice, friend. You know, Kiki, Kiki and Maynard, I'm gonna combine them, and I mean they did clear balls. I think Maynard went a little bit harder than than Kiki, so I'll give Maynard a seven, Kiki a six. They could have done better, Lundy. <laughs> he was shaky. I'll give him a six. I didn't like him too much today. He he left too many holes in, in for my liking. Uh, Vera and Boniek, they're always my top players. Uh, they have become my favorites just because you know as I play left back. Also, I love playing that that middle position of of you know keeping the center for for us. So I will give both of them a seven. Ellis did a better job. He attacked. He scored. So I'll give him an eight. Uh, Quinteros was a really good player when it came to holding the ball. But other than that, we didn't really see any sparks. So I'll give him a seven. Memo, I think we scoring two goals and we're, was the only one that kind of attempted to create or attack. And he is not afraid. Something that I love about Memo is that. People think of him as a young guy or whatever, and you know he's a short dude or whatever. But the dude is not afraid. So Memo, if you're listening, I really like the way you fight. Come on the podcast one more time, um, and I'm gonna give you a nine. Uh, Manotas, he was kind of silent, so I'll give him a seven. Uh, Seren, he played only a little bit. He did good, seven. Junqua uh, played a little bit, did okay. You know there was nothing to re approach him is that a word i know in spanish it's reprochar but so i'll give him a seven and then lemoyne for being his first game and doing an okay job i'll give you a 7.5 um so yeah 
Next week, I'll probably do a little breakdown. I was I was actually going to start a breakdown on the Champions League, on the final teams. Uh, it's kind of shitty that, you know, City was able to come in just just because they're City and they have money. But we'll talk we'll talk about that next time. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I know this one went long as well, but it's okay. I don't, you know, if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. I try to keep them short, but I like to talk. So don't give me a mic because I will talk. Um, so yeah, uh, I was going to talk about Messi going to LA. That's not going to happen. So eh, whatever. Uh, Dallas is out, obviously. Nashville is out, obviously. Uh, something that intrigued me was Rock Nation signing with AC Milan. They had like a partnership. We'll probably talk about that next week. And then obviously City coming back into the Champions League um, over here robbing people. But it is what it is. Uh, so I'll see you guys next time. 4-4-2. Portland just scored. Q-U-A-T-T-R-O Q-U-A-T-T-R-O D-O-S Also don't forget to subscribe on the channel here I'm trying to get to 100 uh, So if you can hook it up With a a little subscribe or whatever Or like or whatever Uh, I got 16 so hey we're almost there Only like 84 left And then uh, Twitter um, Hopefully soon enough I'll be able to get a little gift that I have uh, From a Dynamo player Um and I'm going to actually do a giveaway. So hopefully we'll get that sooner than later. And then we'll do that giveaway for the people. One time for the culture. Also, if you want to get on the podcast, if you want to talk, if you want to have a conversation, hit me up. Um, I already talked to a couple of people. Um, listen to all the to all the interviews that I've done. Uh, do you like them? Do you don't? You know, some people have been saying they like it. So shout out to you um, that you have commented on my YouTube videos. Sly Rooster, I think it is. I don't know who you are, but shout out to you, brother, uh, or sister, or whatever you are. Um, so, yeah, hit me up if you need something, or not really because I don't have money, but hit me up if you want to be on the podcast, and we'll make it happen. So, uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya later. Cuatro, cuatro, dos.